Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello and welcome to the premiere episode of the Basic Bingers podcast. Woo-hoo. I'm Boyd Hilton. That woohoo was from <laughs> Kay Ribeiro. This is Steph Seelan. Hello. We're basically the same podcast that was previously called The Unmissables, except we're now called Basic Bingers. And we're a bit better. Well, it's a bit better. But we've grown. We've grown. 1% better. It's a weekly trawl through the best of television, mostly television. Occasionally, we might talk about a film. Maybe one day we'll talk about an album. That's sneak, never sneak, sneak preview, spoiler alert. I'm going to mention an album this very, what? very day. Don't Morrissey. I'm going to blow your mind. Not Morrissey. <gasps> Don't no. go changing everything, boys. I'm going to blow your mind. But mainly TV. Uh, a week of truth through popular culture in which we discuss various things we've been excited about this week. We might have heard, watched, listened to, yeah. read. We have The Meat, where we analyse three things in depth, review them. Give our star ratings. So that's things that are coming up. Get feedback from you, our joyously wonderful listeners. Because we care. Picks from you. Yeah. new feature. And finally, we may do some spoiler specials like we're doing today, which I haven't yet warned you about, Steph. We're going to talk about the finale of Sharp Objects. Oh, listen, I'm da- totally down for that. Kay hasn't watched it yet. Tough titty. Tough titties. <laughs> we don't care. We're not holding it in any longer. No way. Uh, Okay, fine. The meat today in our first ever Basic Bingers podcast, the things we've binged on are Strangers, the new ITV eight-parter starring John Sim. It's a thriller. Oh, it is a thriller. It is. Black Earth Rising, the new eight-parter starting on BBC Two. Also a thriller. Also a thriller. Very different kind of thriller. Yeah, I was about to say. Starring Michaela Cole. And finally, Trust which I think might be eight parts as well, but I'll check. No, maybe it's ten. On Was BBC it Two. I'm just looking at Trust now. Trust, 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 episode ten. Oh, no, oh, I've ruined it. Those oh. bloody ruddy Americans. <laughs> this is an American epic uh, drama starring, among others, Donald Sutherland as J. Paul Getty. You may have heard of him. Mm. Donnie, indeed. And that's indeed. coming to BBC Two next week as well. That's just a taste of what's coming up. Before all of that, we have the traditional opening section, which before was basically us talking willy-nilly about stuff we've looked at, seen, read this week. It was a bit formless. It was freewheeling. It, would, it, would, it was freewheeling. It would end up with Steph, let's be honest, taking us through a minute-by-minute account of everything she'd second. watched on Netflix that given week, mostly true crime. So in order to impose some kind of rigid <laughs> discipline on this effing podcast... You cannot shackle me, boys. We're, we're trying, trying to, to contain we're, the beast. We're shackling you. <laughs> We've renamed it The Three, and you have to limit your choices to three things. Steph, are you capable of doing this? I've got four, but I'm going to not talk about one of them, okay? Perfect. Fine. (laughs) You can have 20 if you don't talk about 17 of them. (laughs) Pogs, I don't, I just, the treatment I get on this show. We should explain for new listeners, Pogs is our affectionate term for listeners. People on the ground, the ones that count. People um, that matter. yeah. Yeah. Okay, are you ready? Go ahead. Right. Boyd, what if I told you that right at this very minute there was someone in a room in their house stroking a comb and making millions and millions of dollars from just people watching them stroke a comb and say, listen to the sounds of the comb. It's That's a euphemism. It's stroking a comb and stroking the comb what? a euphemism. No, no, no. Oh, what do you think it's sexy times? No. I would say you are... Yeah. 
You would. One penny short of a father, whatever the I, phrase I know is. you would. I know you would. It's a, a very, very old reference, but never mind. Okay, I'm talking about ASMR. What is that? What is ASMR, you ask? Okay, right. It is Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. And listen, guys, you need to get on board because it's a thing. Right? Dude, what is that in real talk? That's what it is. Okay, Netflix have oh, got a new go. show. It's called Follow This. It's 20 episodes and it is the news team from BuzzFeed. And every episode is like 15, 20 minutes long. And then in this first episode, they they probe the topic of ASMR. Okay, but what is it? It's basically exactly what I said. People tuning into YouTube videos of people licking microphones, uh, going... Look at this. Look at my hands. Look at like blowing into microphones. It's just it's sensory experience that people basically. So it's just watching people do stuff. It's watching people do kind of meditative stuff. Meditative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Stroking a comb. Stroking, Stroking a comb. In this actual episode, it sounds like it's eighteen rated. The news reporter, this great news reporter from BuzzFeed, goes in and. She watches someone stroke a comb. But this is big business. It does sound fun as well, actually. This has been going on. It's a bit like, I used to love playing the wooden, you know, the fish at school. You, do you know, don't, don't just love it. Get on YouTube and start doing it. This could be another franchise. No, honestly, it's huge. the wooden fish. It's huge. In Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, she goes to this house in Brooklyn where it's an, it's an actual, place where you go in and you have this experience and people people start stroking you listen one of, in one of the in one of the bits of it she lays down and i kid you not Who's she? this is the buzzfeed woman the oh, news okay. woman yep. right i kid you not they put a blindfold on her and then somebody tickles her no worse than that takes an electric toothbrush oh that's and just takes it up and down her body listen no not touching her just that's like, only for the teeth not tickling it is asmr it's, what does that stand for again? Them. It's Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Okay. And this is just but one episode this of this series? This is but one episode. So wow. the whole thing, 20 episodes, and they're looking at loads of different topics. And, and the what's first the series one, called on Netflix? Follow this. <laughs> okay. Just to summarise, am I getting... I don't think I, we need any more summaries. Um, no, am I allowed to get the wooden fish and expensive? Yes, you are. All right, cool. Like. We, we want new do- listeners. It's a way of drawing them You're in. You're going to hear it all the time now, okay? okay? People have been doing this for years. So that, to someone, is just like a joyful sound that's making them sleep better <laughs> at many. night. Okay, so number two. That. Okay, number two. Oh, I watched a great film, guys. Is this yeah. officially number two or just by the by? No, this is okay, officially... This is just a by the by. Don't no, I'm trying to stick to the rules. Can I just yeah. say? It's called Tag. Have you seen it? No. no. Oh, it's brilliant. Right, okay. It's got Ed Holmes, Jeremy Renner, the oh, gorgeous yeah, John Hamm. About the, the dudes doing a playing game of Tag. Why do you think okay. they're saying in a different voice? It was different from know. what Steph just said. Because I Oh, Tag! Because yeah. once she's named the cast, I was like, Tag, what's that? And then I remembered, yes, this, it's based on the true story of the dudes doing the tag. Why are you... Sorry. Like, why are you interested in it? Don't steal her thunder. I'll start again. The Wall Don't Street Journal... <laughs> the Wall Street Journal ran this story about a group of friends, but in the actual story, it was about 23 friends who'd been oh, playing, playing tag. tag. We've talked about this before. Sorry. We, See, now Gabe's realised what they're using as well. Do you we, know what? We, right now, I'm not going to speak anymore. But what did you think of it? Is it good? Is it really good? Okay, I will start speaking again. Right, okay. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I missed really this when it came it. out in the cinema. And it didn't get the greatest of reviews. No, I read it got mixed reviews. Mm. And I don't understand why. Who I was it the was female so actress in it? There's one. Leslie Bibb and Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher makes yeah. every film for me. Are the female characters quite one-dimensional though? How very dare you? Oh. No, they are not. Oh, okay. Leslie Bibb is always amazing, okay. and so is Isla Fisher. Okay. No, it's great. I love a game of tag. It's so it's so fantastic. It's really really funny. Okay. So yeah, based on, on the true story. Um, I think it's in cinemas somewhere. <laughs> it's not in cinemas. I'm not sure you can find it. Oh, I bought it from oh, iTunes. D- did you? Yeah, okay. I downloaded it from iTunes. New listeners, that, yeah, please. Sure you should know it. that Steph yeah, often does stuff that's slightly illegal. No, no, I got it from iTunes. I think it was um, six ninety nine. Can I just say to the listeners that <laughs> go behind, we like to go behind the scenes, behind the curtain. We like to be transparent. You are reading this list off the back of a Santander envelope. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Carry that, on. That, that's my bank statement, okay. that is. We're big ahead of my bag. Yeah, great. Right. Okay. Carry on. Right. Number three. Number three. 30 minutes of your time is all this is going to take to what? get to we know... We haven't got time. We've <laughs> no, got to wrap this no. up under an hour. To get to know Riz Ahmed a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm down with this. Mm. Nikki Finally. Betty has done a, an amazing... It's on BBC iPlayer. An amazing 30-minute interview with him. Um, it's called The Road to England and St- England Starn. So basically, he's got a new series. I think he's got a new eight-part series coming out. Is it later on this year? Is it next year? It's going to be next year. Is it going to be next year? Mm. Okay. And she sits down with him in 
in Fancy Brooklyn and just talk to him about his career and what he thinks about his ethnicity. Is it? He's in, quite intense, isn't he? Is, was it a quite intense interview? Oh, do you know what? I read he's an interview in recently so, and I was like... He's just so intelligent. He, so he went to Oxford. Mm. He's just so articulate. He's got such good skin. You know, he's also a rapper. Such good skin? <laughs> oh, honestly, it's so Wait amazing. Wait a minute. <laughs> No, but wow. he's, like, he's on his wow. CV. I mean, this is early indication, uh, listeners, of the kind of depth we're looking at in this podcast. <laughs> but it's so Such hard. good skin. But it's so hard Boy, to not what you say. watch this oh. and think, God, that man's got good skin. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. You know, he was on the cover of GQ, British GQ. Yes, that's the interview month. I was talking right, about. Right, right, yeah, which mm-hmm. is very interesting. He's also on the cover of the New York Times magazine this yes, week. Yes, he's awesome. He's big, he's huge. Yeah. yeah, so he went to Oxford, super, super clever. So he went to Oxford and did, like, history and politics. Mm. And then someone said to him, oh, you should you should go to acting school. And he was like, oh, all right, yeah, I should. Mm. And so, and I mean, he's been in everything, hasn't he? And yeah. if you haven't watched The Night Of, then you really, really should. Oh, The Night Of is brilliant. And he's going to be in Venom, isn't he? The, um, oh, yeah, Venom, that new that new film coming out. controversial Marvel Comics film. 30 minutes, honestly, um, do yourself a favour. It's really fantastic. I, I actually second Is that, that your third thing? Yeah, because yeah. I'm not allowed the fourth thing, yeah, am no, I? Yeah, no, you're not. Okay. Well, I mean, I think you, uh, you've done very well. I mean, I know you don't need my judgment, and that's slightly patronising. I, I but do want your judgment. Nevertheless, no, we're judging her on her ability to stick to three, and I think yeah. she should be commended. Let's hail, hail, all yeah. hail the three. Yay, me. Okay. Hi, Boyd. Hi. So, Boyd and I recently went to Edinburgh TV Festival. We, did. we had a lovely time is that together. One of your three? Yes, it is one of my three. Oh, I'm just going to oh, analyse every aspect to of the trip. it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, first of all, we went on the train. No. So, how does it take to get to Edinburgh on the train? Wow. I mean, time. Four hours, 20 minutes. Is that how long way. it is? Oh, yeah. yeah. I flew going there. Does yeah. it, so how does it stop on the way? How many does it, where does it stop on the way? Or does no, it, I'm not going to tell you. No, no, I'm sorry. No, John Dan, our oh, producer, okay, is saying no. Right, okay. okay. Anyway, what we'll I really wanted to tell you about, other than the train and the flight times, is Michaela Cole's McTaggart lecture, yes. which I'm telling you about it because you can watch it. It's on YouTube. If you Google it, Edinburgh... TV festivals got their own channel or whatever and they've they've it's all up there it's 15 minutes long and if you love her or you're just passionate about TV you should watch it because it is an incredible speech as you all agree Boyd I'm sure in it she talks about what it was like growing up at school um, and being basically an outsider, a bit of a, she describes herself as a misfit, but it's not a, it's not a negative term. She sees it as a, a positive thing, but just mm. saying how getting into the TV industry, how difficult it was for someone like her growing up, how she had and being inexperienced at writing um, for TV and just not knowing anyone in the industry or how it all works. Um, and she was, it was a basically, it was a, a detailed description of how she got into it all and her life but also a call to arms and just say for more transparency in the industry um greater opportunities for misfits like mm. her who want to get into into it all and how it's quite hard to get into it if you don't have any experience or yeah. any contacts and stuff like that and how there should be kind of a support network for young writers mm. um she touched upon past traumas she's gone through which have been well documented now like since the festival it was such an inspire it was raw it was inspiring it was a really just a vital talk that everyone should listen to so if you get an opportunity if you have five, 50 minutes to spare 50 50 five Ooh. zero but it's worth every single minute it's you know i'm gonna watch it again actually okay. it's just it was so you would love it oh i'm gonna watch so it so watch I it that's sec- her. i second that as well yeah. i was there yeah so that's Michaela Cole's McTaggart lecture. Mm. Mm. Um, so I'd recommend that. That's my first thing. I Tick. agree. Right, now the second one is a book. You know I like Whoa. to bring a book to the table. Oh, highbrow. Whoa there. Yep. Bring a book to the yard. This one is... So I don't know if you know, Sarah Jessica Parker, the actress... Heard of her. Is very, she's very passionate about books. She always has been. Anyone who follows her on Instagram, she has a book club. Oh, I well, didn't know that. Yeah, she does. She has an Instagram-based book club, you mean? Or a real-life her... book club that she has Instagrams of? Uh, she, oh. posts, she posts... Good point. Good question. She <laughs> posts books on her Instagram, plus there is, a, a, I think, a website with a book club that, yeah. I want to know, does she have a mate's round to SJP no, Towers? No, no, no. Oh, no. But she... Re- no. Okay, so she, it's but like she a encourages... virtual book club. Yes. Like Alan Partridge's one. Do not compare them. <laughs> um, anyway, she's got a new imprint for Hogarth. So she's actually in charge oh. now of commissioning oh. upcoming aspiring authors, identifying the voices that should be heard. And one of her first authors she's championing is Fatima Farheen Mirza, who's written her debut novel called A Place for Us. And it's basically um, explores tensions within a devout Muslim family. And I'm, I'm not, I haven't completed it, so this is not a full review, but okay. as a the demi-review. It's a demi-review. It's a demi-review. <laughs> 
the action starts in the present and the son of the family called Amar, who's essentially that he's the dark sheep of the family. You get that vibe. And there's a he returns for his elder sister, Hadia's wedding. And you really sense there's a, some tension between mm-hmm. him and his father. You don't know what it is, but they, they're essentially circling each other like tigers in a cage. Oh, you know, I love some, a bit of unspoken tension. Yeah, unspoken tension. It's, all, mm-hmm. it's the day of the wedding. And then it flashes back to their childhood. So... There's three of them, three siblings, growing up in America and it's their struggle to balance their lives within this conservative Muslim family and trying to not disappoint their parents and adhere to the rules while trying to, you know, just be young and carefree and exploring the boundaries. Um, and so it's it's the underlying tensions of all of that. But I'm only a third of the way through. It's beautifully written, poetic in places. And I just think, like, anyone who is in the market for a good book guys try and finish it Pick 4k it that's up. what i'd say so it's a it's race got the endorsement of you and sjp yeah and there and is no there is no, no greater endorsement kr what, and sjp what's it called again a place for us and it's by fatima fahin mirza and it's in hardback right now Excellent. hardback how yes. much oh, do you know what i knew you're gonna Stop ask prices <laughs> okay all i'm Some saying is it's a service it is a, i've told you before not everyone has a money fountain at home where yeah. they just take off t- 20 but pound stop, notes and say it, give it to anyone but stop putting people <laughs> off buying books and things no i just think it's a service telling people how well okay well what if you just went on amazon and it was like you could get all this stuff you didn't know how much it was going to cost it wouldn't work would it you need i would to know recommend how much things are I, cost. I didn't get it off amazon i went into an actual bookshop oh. and i you see? And I bought it. Yes. All Let's right. not dissuade people And I think that. in the shops, it probably, you know, I don't want to give you the Amazon price. Which is it John on a Dan twofer? Is, John, John Dan is holding up the Amazon price. I refuse to read it now. £9.34. Oh I, ne- I never thought we'd be caught up on prices of books, I Listen, have to say. In the bookshop I bought it, it was, I think it was like £12 or something, but it was well worth it. So far, I'm a third through and I absolutely love it. So pick it up if you can. And then my third thing is one that we've already discussed in the podcast formerly known as The Unmissables, Night and Day. So do you remember? Night and Dear. Yes, it was the Barcelona set crime thriller, which was Walter Presents, all four. It's all available for you. Oh, where that woman was having an affair. Yes, so um, (sighs) the main character, she was a forensic pathologist called Sarah. Yeah. And she was having an extramarital affair with a man who was suspected of being a granny killer in Barcelona, terrorising the grannies of Barcelona, murdering them, sexually assaulting them. (laughs) Awful. Carry on watching it, guys. If you haven't started watching it, it's all there available for you on all four. And it just... To binge on, to absolutely binge on, which I've been doing. On like which a, to binge? Yes. Mm. And it is... Have you each, finished this? That's what you're saying? No, I've oh. got three episodes left. Okay. But honestly... There's a theme to Kay's list, isn't there? Yeah. Things I've almost yeah. watched. Yeah. The yeah. Great, yeah. Things I've, I've almost, almost binged on. Yeah. Almost basic binges. <laughs> it's the great unfinished, I'm yeah. calling it. Okay. And um, get on it, because it's really, really good. Okay. And it's each episode's more and more tense. And it's not just about the the serial killer it's also about like all the people that she works with the judges the medical staff it's all their various dramas that are going on which are all kind of interwoven which is brilliant Ooh, okay and just last thing i wanted to say about that i actually tweeted walter the the walter oh here we go the person who does <laughs> present are you it flirting wasn't. online with walter no, walter presents well, boys always accuse me of flirting no i didn't i actually tweeted i think it was all for saying that i'm going to come to the end of it i need another sp- great spanish drama and they recommended locked up which is another spanish thriller so mm-hmm. any pogs out there what is, that in, what is that in spanish i can't tell you because you don't know even though you've got a spanish degree listen if any pogs out there have listened to it wow. right please tweet me let me know if it's worth um, me getting into but i will try that next and do you just want to for the 465th time remember the name of your other spanish drama that you tell everyone to watch oh yeah Say quien eres. <laughs> I don't know whether Say quien eres is still no, on. But I know that who is you her are. favorite one. I know, I know who, who you are. are. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Right. I know who you are, Boyd. What yes. have you been watching well, and binging on? Number one, a podcast. <gasps> oh. Clear and vivid with Alan Alder. Oh, I love Alan Alder. Yes. Who Everyone. Is he? I don't what? know who he is. Don't yeah. tell oh, me. Okay. I Alan Alder is one of the world's nicest show business people he's a veteran that's actor. specific he was in I'm MASH I'm going to show you a picture he was in MASH the You'll TV series you know who he is then. I need a visual aid do you never watch MASH it. the TV series too young the fantastic too young boy I'm Come an embryo on. look it was being You're shown it was being right repeated now. for years and years and years get with the programme he's also been <laughs> She'll in a know lot who, she knows who he is he's also been in a lot of really good films he's in Woody Allen's Crimes and Misdemeanors see Alan Alder oh Alan Alder see him a legend. isn't he in West Wing no, he's, oh, I God. think he might have popped up yes, in the West Wing. He was, yeah, he was a the senator. Oh, yes, no, sorry, yes. he's yeah. a senator. I apologise. Yeah, Your faces always yeah. comes yeah. back to the West yeah. Wing. Right. It's all about the West he's Wing. 82. Oh, he's eighty-two. Less of Mash, more of the Wing. Yeah. Anyway, he's one of the world's most respected actors. He's an absolute legend, 
And what this podcast is, and it's not the kind of thing I'd normally be drawn to, but I tell you, I have to credit Simon Mayo for drawing my attention to it. Thanks, um, also, also with a great podcast. Also with a great podcast. A book club two, podcast. Two. I mean, obviously, Wittertainment yep. with Mark Kermode, who I'll be coming on to shortly. And the book club one. And the book club one, which is great. Sensational. He recommended this one, and he's absolutely right. It's a total joy. And what it is really is Alan Alder interviewing mostly actors and performers of mm-hmm. one kind or another, but particularly focusing on connecting and communicating and oh what God. the whole there's a whole now it makes it sound kind of slightly lame, a little bit wanky but yeah. it's not it's really brilliant and what it is it is, sounds like interpretive dance it's not it interpretive like. dance no Don't, so the one to listen okay. to is the new the latest one is sarah silverman oh right? okay yes. now you've got me interested. now i've got you interested so sarah silverman the brilliant american comedian yeah who's very, very sharp razor oh, sharp and hilarious and funny razor and sharp. edgy and her whole and that and, and she's doing this new thing where she's investigating in a TV series, I think, like how how every, everyone's opposed to each other at the moment, particularly in America. So in the Trump era, everyone hates each other. Yeah. So all, yeah. And everyone's at extreme end of things. And on Twitter, everyone's being horrible Combative, to each other. Combative, yeah. yeah. How do, how it, her thing now is how do you actually start, maybe start trying to listen to someone you yeah. completely disagree with. And that's the jumping off point of her thing and this podcast. And the whole his whole thing is... The same kind of thing. How do we You've reconnect? You've got to start connecting with yeah. people who okay. you don't necessarily agree with, and it's fascinating. Well, that's just basically this podcast. I know. I was trying yeah. to reconnect we, constantly. We yeah. reconnect, and none of us agree. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to quickly say my other two because okay. time's marching on. Right. One of them is the new album from the Dodge Brothers. Who are the Dodge Brothers? I <laughs> who, hear you who say. Are they? You've got the album here. I've got it in front of me. I'm holding it up. It's called Drive Train. It's the third album from the Dodge Brothers. We've Not many people know, album. and clearly you two don't, like that Mark Kermode of Wittertainment and Film Reviewing Fame is in his band, the Dodge Brothers. They are a blues, skiffle, Sk- rock and roll, Americana band. Skiffle into it. Yeah. Mostly acoustic, but on this album, this, this is their most ambitious album He's written album all of the songs. He writes the songs. They're new songs, albeit in, an, in the old school style one of, of skiffle called, and blues. One of them is called Oh Death. Yeah, which is great. And honestly... One of them's called... Number six is called Step Away From The Car. Yeah, which is also great. <laughs> great advice. Honestly, they're... they're Especially if moving. Musically phenomenal. But I love Americana. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm hugely into folk country, that kind of thing. And obviously, I always go and see when they launch their albums. And Mark Kermode is in this band with his mates. And they're really I good. never knew it. Yeah. I tell you A lot what. of people don't. And he's also written a book coming out soon about his experiences <sighs> trying to become a musician. He needs pop to stop overachieving. He's overachieving, yeah. um, But can he play the wooden fish? Do you know what? Yes, do you know where they can recorded he? this? Yeah, of course. Oh, Go God, on. I, I know what to be, could tell us. They recorded this in Pool in Dorset. Yeah, there you go. How about that, eh? Yeah, proper. You, you should love Pool because it's Pool pop- Pottery and you love pottery. Anyway, you need um, to go on a pilgrimage. <laughs> the Dodge Brothers Drive Train. The album isn't out to the 24th of September, but mark it in your diaries because it's really good. Okay. Yeah. And Thanks, finally, yeah. oh, thought that was it. Yeah, no. No, That's one more. more. Um, one That's more. It, yeah. I'm counted properly. I've yep. done two. Two an album. This is how um, eclectic I'm being. God, I've been great. The film coming out on Friday, American Animals. Oh, I've heard yes. about this. This is going to be good. You're going to love it. Bart Layton, who's a British director, directed a film called The Imposter, which is a documentary. You've seen The Imposter. Oh, brilliant documentary about a guy who was an imposter and tried to get in with a family. It's good. Absolutely brilliant documentary, The Imposter. This is his first drama, but it's also a documentary. So it's based on a true story of a group of students in Lexington, Kentucky in the early 2000s who t- decided to rob a library of the university of its most um, valuable books, which added up to like millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. So, the, uh, you know, if you think about it, some libraries have, they actually have fine artworks mm, you know yeah. I mean, among their collection you know you have to have special permission to go mm. and look at them etc we'll rob a library it ended up being a, a ludicrous scheme mm. and it stars Barry Keegan you might be or Keegan Irish Keegan, actor yeah. from Killing of the Sacred Deer who's absolutely brilliant was that it? your Irish accent yeah that was my Irish accent Ooh. I think it's just Barry Keegan maybe. just needs work boys. it needs work um What's great about it, well, there's many great things about it, it's an incredible story, it's brilliantly told, and he interweaves interview material with the real guys who oh. the actors are playing. Oh, I love that, yeah. yeah. So it is a proper drama documentary, mm. and you can kind of, unlike many drama documentaries, where I think you think, how much of this is true, how much yeah. of it isn't, obviously it's scripted, really cleverly scripted, but they've spoken to the real people, so you know it's that legit. pretty much is legit, yeah. Mm. And it's brilliantly done. It's so good that Charles Gant uh, gave it five oh my stars. God. Five of the big boys, it's yeah. It's that good. It's out on Friday. Go and see American Animals. It is one of the best films of the year so far. That, I believe, concludes the three. We've all chosen three things. Yeah. We've, we've all done stuck very to well. It. Yeah. We've stuck to it. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Now, Kay, mm-hmm. we've got a new slot in the podcast to celebrate our revamp into yeah, basic our binges. What are we calling it? Are we calling it the Pog Pick? Yes, we are, Boyd. Aww. Yeah. And our first pick comes from um, one of our loyal Pogs, Andrew Carrington, a.k.a. Andy Mank. Oh, and- Andy Mank. Andy oh, Mank. Oh, yeah, Andy Aww. Mank, yeah. And Andy he Mank. says... So just to say, this is, every week, uh, uh, we're going to get a, a, a listener mm. is going to pick something. It's not just us picking stuff. Yeah. So if you want to pick something, please get in touch and pick something. Yeah. And this is the first one. And then we'll discuss. Yeah, we can't uh, watch everything. No. So Andy says, any chance of a review of All or Nothing Manchester City <gasps> oh. on the podcast? Five stars from me. Andy Mank, can I just say, two days, one woman, that woman was me, I watched all eight episodes. She did. Boyd. She binged. Did you watch that of your own accord? You weren't forced to watch it by Liambi George, your husband? Oh, boy! Football Boyd, I'm Liam. so sorry, but you have never talked to you about my deep love of Pep Guardiola, have oh, I? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. So, wait a minute, because obviously you, you get quite annoyed when you're forced to watch football by your husband. I'm not being sexist, it's, but no, you yeah, can it's, get... it's a way of life in my house. Right. But... So Pep Guardiola, manager, this is Man City, this is the eight Former part. Barcelona manager, Barcelona, came through the Barcelona ranks. Yes. You I, love story. Well, I could do, let me just say Not that. I've it. got a lot of love for Pep Guardiola. Now he's the Manchester City manager and he is delicious. <laughs> he is very handsome. Let me just say, the interesting thing about this document, I, I said this on my... Arsenal podcast. I hope we have an Arsenal mm. podcast listeners if you're interested in Arsenal. They're not interested. They're not interested. Stick with us. Andrew, yes, um, I've watched it as well. And initially I thought, do I really want to watch? Because obviously, you know, I'm an Arsenal fan. Do you really want to watch a, a massive epic documentary about That's Manchester fantastic. City? You know, one of our rivals. A good documentary is a good documentary, much, documentary much, Boyd. Well, good point. Much, much better than us. But the incredible thing about this series is, isn't it? Is, it is him. It's Pep It's Guardiola. about Pep Guardiola. And yeah. he is a phenomenal... Not only is he is he very handsome, he's a phenomenal human being. He's a phenomenal human Mm. being, and I made this point on my Arsenal podcast that what you come away, my main takeaway from it, I don't know about you, was Mm. if you're a football manager who is that smart and eloquent and intelligent and charismatic and good looking and stylish, maybe a bit as well. Those cashmere sweaters, exactly. Wow, you it makes the difference between. I mean, obviously, he's got as much money in the world to spend as any team in the world, but I think it's his intelligence and charisma that is the difference between doing really well with the most money in the world to spend and, you know, winning the league like they did last year yeah. in record-breaking style. Okay, let's move on it's now It's on the Amazon to... Prime. Did we say that? It's on the Amazon Prime. Actually, I've written it all down. So it's on the Amazon Prime. It's eight episodes, 45 to 52 minutes, um, and it's about the 2017 to 2018 season for Manchester City. Amazing. Where they win the Premier League. Incredible. Spoiler. It is now time <laughs> for the meet where we look at three. And this week, it's a drama special. It's a new drama special. You know what? There are so many... This is... The, the autumn TV season is now fully happening. There are so... We could have done, like, three or four other new dramas, couldn't we, this week? Yeah, Paul? God. There's um, loads. There's so much happening. So we focused on... We've narrowed it down to these three. We're starting with Strangers. It starts on ITV next Monday at 9 o'clock. It stars John Sim. But, Kay, what 
on earth is it about? Okay, so I'm going to just start off by saying, can't say a lot about this because it will really spoil it for the listeners. So the briefest of information I'll tell you is that it stars John Sims as Professor Jonah Mulray and his life is turned upside down and he's devastated when he is told, police inform him, that his wife, Megan, played by Dervla Kerwin, who is living in Hong Kong um, part-time, has been killed. So he's obviously devastated to get this news and he rushes to Hong Kong to kind of find out what's going on and bring her body back. And in doing so, he learns that she was actually living a double life. And so the whole show is about finding out what's happened, what was she doing when she was living there, and was his whole life with her a big, fat lie. That's it. That's all I'm prepared to say, Boyd. Yes, So because we should say that. So there's a big thing. Should we even say that? No. Yeah. No, OK. I won't Don't say, say that. It. Don't say it. It's twisty. It's twisty, isn't it? It's twisty turny. It's It's very twisty turny. So, yeah, we must avoid spoilers. Yeah. But what did you think without spoiling the twisty turny? Stay within the parameters of what I've said. I'm going to try so hard. Okay. I really, really enjoyed it because I love things where I can't guess what's going to happen. I think that is exactly what this is. Because I didn't even expect that she was going to be living any kind of double life. And Mm. then also lots of other things get introduced. And the depth of her deceit is so unbelievable to, to everybody involved that it makes it incredibly exciting. Yeah. I agree. My only problem or question about it is his wife lives, I think it's like half of the year in Hong Kong um, and they've been together Mm. for, I don't know, three years and he's never been. Now, I know they kind of allude to him having a fear of flying, but eh? Well, well. except it begins by showing his life, doesn't it? He's a... um, Lecturer. Lecturer. Yeah, they get school holidays. He could pop over there. I just think he didn't fancy it. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I think he partly didn't fancy it as well. Yeah, I agree okay. with that. Yeah, and he's finally and he's finally finally got thinking of going, isn't he? Isn't that right? Isn't well, that he's left it too late. That's what he's he done. She's crazy. It. It's um, too late. Yeah. What I really enjoy, I really enjoy dramas. I said exotic locations, particularly in Asia, and, and I think this it did it very well portraying Hong Kong yeah. as this very vibrant. It's almost um, like another chaotic. member of the cast, Hong Kong, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, it is. Are you saying the cliche? It's a character in itself. I'm you know why exactly I think of that, that cliche? Yeah, but you know what? This character is like Blade Runner. So what do you think now? Blade Runner is a fictional city. Yeah, but this looks like Blade Runner. Something I didn't say, I just want to say actually, Strangers is written by the two newcomers to TV, Mark Denton and Johnny Stockwood. And they have, it's been produced by Two Brother Pictures, which is a company owned by Harry and Jack Williams of the missing Fleabag, One of Us fame. So so they've got talent behind it. Oh, gotcha. They produced... Fleabag, they wrote The Missing was their big, big hit. Mm. You know, the two different series, two yeah. different stories of missing yeah. people. Do you know what? I haven't watched that. Oh, my God. I've yet to watch it. Both of them were fantastic. Were they? I will. Absolutely Where are brilliant. they available? Um, well, they're definitely on DVD. They're probably oh, on for iTunes. For the 500th they time, might have even a DVD be on, player. What? Do I have a DVD player? Oh, you always tell them to buy DVDs. Oh, definitely, they'll be, just find them. Okay. They might <laughs> be on Netflix. I don't know. It's John, a Google. John will find out for me. Thanks, John. It is a Google. I thought it was really gripping. Incredibly gripping. good word. And... I'm, again, I'm trying, but there's, the, Don't the, say it, the boys. The storytelling, the way the story unfolds, unfolds over this first episode is really clever. I just thought the timing of certain key moments was brilliant. The, the introduction of new characters is very good. The introduction of new characters is great. And the key thing, Amelia Fox and John Sim, Amelia Fox is the, the kind of woman who lives there, who's helping him out. Oh, um, yeah, I should have said that, sorry. She worked, did she, she work for the she State Department? She works consulate. consulate. consulate, yeah. Um, who has to deal with... You know, great casting because they're both fantastic yeah. and, and and really interesting together. And Anthony Wong, who's the kind of who's who we meet, who's who who lives there. He we, we can't really talk about his character very much, but he's a, this kind of quite mythical figure in a way, and he's mm. he's a kind of really good, interesting actor as well. Been in a lot of really good films. So yeah, you said, really said, no, said too much. You said too much. I'm going to give it four and a half stars. I'm giving it four. I'm going to give it four two k. Snap. Strangers, of which that was quite brief, but we must emphasize: don't let anyone spoil it for you because no, the yeah. plot is discussed. Least of all us, the worse it, you will be. Just watch it. <laughs> the worse on you ITV will be. Next Monday, the tenth of September at nine pm. Do you know what else is happening next Monday, the tenth of September at nine pm? What? Black, Pray Earth, tell. Black Earth Rising. Black Earth Rising, starring oh. at exactly the same time. Now, obviously, in these days of personal video recording systems like SkyQ yes. and the other thing on whatever you've got if you've got Virgin and all that they've got the Sky yeah, yeah SkyQ you, know, you can record stuff and mm. watch it later at yeah. your heart's content VHS so I urge you to watch one of either Strangers or Black Earth Rising oh but which one I'll leave that up to you you can deduce that once we've reviewed okay. this very show now that I'm about let to us describe. know Pogs what you go for 
Black Earth Rising is the new eight-part from highly acclaimed writer, director, producer Hugo Blick of the Honourable Woman and the Shadowline fame. Did you watch over those shows, Steph? Oh, God, I feel embarrassed. They were both great. The Shadowline, I absolutely loved. If you can find that, it was just this thriller. It was so stylish and brilliant, going back a few years. Anyway, this is his new one. It stars the awesome Michaela Cole, as previously discussed by Kay, who gave mm. the McTaggart Lecture in Edinburgh. And this is a big starring role where she stars in this, but she didn't write it or create it, unlike Chewing Gum, which she was responsible for. She plays Kate Ashby, who was rescued from the horrific aftermath of the Rwandan genocide when she was a child. She was adopted and brought up in Britain by Eve Ashby, played by Harriet Walter, a world-class international human rights lawyer. And she works for, at the moment, Kate, a kind of for Michael Ennis, who's also an international lawyer, played by John Goodman, no less. The legend. The legend. John Goodman. It's good to have him back. It what really ki- is. What kicks the whole plot off is that Eve Ashby, Harriet Walter, this world-class international lawyer, is given a case in which is going to have to go into the people who were responsible for the genocide that her adopted daughter, Michaela Cole, nearly died and was rescued from. So she's furious that her own mother is about to represent the other side who was responsible for the genocide. And that's the starting off point of the whole thing. It then We then follow different stories of different people in Rwanda, in the situation, in the aftermath, in the situation now um, of what's going on between you know the people who survived the, the Rwandan genocide and the political situation in the present day. Mm. But the real kind of emotional heart of it, I think it's fair to say, is the relationship between Michaela Coles, Kate, and her mum, Eve, played by Harriet Walter. Mm. What do you think, Kay? I thought it was, I really enjoyed it. I I think it's very emotionally complex. I have to say, it took me a little while to figure it. You know, because it's quite a lot to take in, and I obviously know about the Rwandan genocide, but I didn't have it completely straight in my head, so I was really having to concentrate a lot. But I, as you say, it's all about the relationship between the mother and daughter, and I just love the fact that Goodman's back on TV. Oh, I think he's great. I. Do you care what I think, Boyd? I'm looking at you. Okay, I thought that's what it said. Your eyes said you cared. Uh, when I turned from K yeah. to you, it was that was your oh, cue. I remember to, that. From that's now me on. saying, "What do you think, Steph?" Well, without I, verbalizing it. I absolutely loved it because, I, and also, I thought it had a play-like quality to it. Like, especially there were some scenes. I thought the emotional depth that both the female leads go into is just unbelievable mm. um, and actually you almost almost need John Goodman to kind of break a bit of the tension between mm. this mother-daughter relationship which is so so intense because um, I think it's okay to say so Michaela Cole obviously has some residual problems yes. from having a survivor guilt and she has uh, scars from and she obviously does, she's just not really aware of who she is and who her family was so she has a lot of problems and there is a point where she visits a doctor's office to talk about those problems and she's she's medicated Absolutely. because of it yeah. but yeah I mean I just I was absolutely astounded. Like I said, though, it, it does to me very much feel like a play. It's, it's mm. really, this is, this sounds stupid, but it's really an actor's show, isn't it? It's just, it's just about these two massive female performances yeah, for meaty, me. Meaty yeah, roles. and also, I just, I loved thorn, it. Also, a thorny, important issue, right? Which is basically, should the white oppressor go yeah. into. Africa and start interfering in international affairs, yeah, it's, it's which like actually is a bigger say, question. Actually, which is it's kind of it's kind of having a drama, complicated emotional viewing, isn't yeah. it? Because also, like you say, we're, we're all aware of the Rwandan genocide, but when you get into the the, the nitty gritty of it, that actually the people that liberated Rwandans from this terrible genocide actually then later on, on. became mm-hmm. um, war criminals, yeah. um, and then how do you what do you do then because they did something very good and then they've done lots of things bad and how should these people be punished and actually it is very complicated thought provoking mm. it's very thought provoking it's, it's incredibly ambitious isn't it yeah. political personal drama because it looks at the political because it, it does make the point that in the um, international human rights court all the cases pretty much have been something to do with Africa mm. various countries in Africa situations in Africa where are all the white people and the white people have committed war crimes where mm. are they being prosecuted yeah. that's kind of like an underlying political point that the whole thing's making and then in the middle of that it's dramatized via this intriguing relationship because you kind of like and unlike a lot of dramas where you don't like anyone which is possibly fine i'm fine with that but in this i think michaela cole you're really immediately you're with her oh we were emotionally but, connected to both those women i yeah, think yeah right but harriet walter is so, is so good as the, yeah. as the lawyers her mother and you can see what she's doing she's being professional she's doing a you're job torn, she's a lawyer you? you're yeah, torn i think there's this really kind of um this deep love between this t- these two mm. women is is palpable and yeah. it's and it's 
it's lovely to and see. We, but more than that, it, it's the, the storyline is full of like kind of it's almost like there's espionage going on. Mm-hmm. There's you know there's betrayal. There's double crossing. Again, there's twists. Yeah, the end of the first episode yeah. actually is really big, shocking. Big shocking. Yeah, ending. and I love. I think Hugo Blick is brilliant. I, honestly, I urge you. The Honourable Woman dealt with Palestine and Israel. You know, okay. he, he tackles big, big oh, topics. That. Incredible stuff. And again, I love this. I thought it was so riveting. And I'm giving it five stars. I'm giving it five stars too. I'm giving it four and a half. Black okay. Earth Rising begins, as I said, the same time as Strangers, next Monday, the 10th of September, 9pm, BBC Two. And finally in the meet, this is a huge, big American show that's being shown on BBC Two from next Wednesday at nine o'clock. It's called Trust. <laughs> Steph, I think I'm right in saying it tells exactly the same bloody ruddy story mm. as that film that Ridley Scott made mm. with Kevin Spacey that he had to remake and cast... Christopher Plummer. Yeah, so he, he he's made this story. All the Money in the World was a film that came out late last year all about the kidnapping of John Paul Getty the third, yeah. and how he's, he's... Is his dad or is his granddad? It's his granddad. It's his granddad. It's his granddad. Refused to pay any money. That was a film, a two-hour film. Yeah. This is a 10-hour miniseries. What did yeah. you think, Steph? Okay, so I I loved it a lot. It's incredibly interesting. So I have a few issues with it. Okay, so Donald Sutherland plays Getty Senior, and he lives in a country mansion with a harem of women. And my only real issue, as you know, listeners, long-time listeners will, will know this, there are a couple of scenes in Oh, this I knew this. Oh, where yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Donald Sutherland... Bottom is on full view, and he has to get down with the ladies. Don't be a body fascist. No, it's just a bit. I don't know whether I want to see him. Do you know what it, I did when I was watching all the moves to the young lady? Yeah, when I when I was watching, I thought, oh, Steph's not going to be happy oh, with older like person it. sex. But it's it's like it's cr- really OP, yes. Oh, it's just I don't know. It's a bit gratuitous. Anyway, it's okay. So he's got this harem of four of four girlfriends that live at his house, and he's kind of as Boyd said, this is a true story. So he's kind of completely in despair that there's no one in his family who can take over the business and he's built up this huge business of like the richest person in the world and then comes along this grandson who shows an interest in art and all the things he likes and he thinks oh he'll be brilliant then there's a little bit of disappointment and then the grandson gets kidnapped but we don't know what else happens Boyd after that I mean we do know because obviously it happened in real life yeah. but <laughs> if you want to spoil it for yourself you can just have a look what happened in real yeah, life yeah but don't or it's... go and watch All the Money in the World yeah as a show I, I liked it yeah. I didn't love it okay the interesting thing about it, there's loads of interesting things about the show for me, but we, we, you know, we could I could go on about it a lot because, first of all, having seen that film, you know, I'm, I was in the weird situation. Of, well, I know how this plays out. Not only can I, you know, read about it, I read about it quite a lot after because it's so fascinating. About you know, there's one theory that he set up the kidnap himself. You know, some people. Think well, that, I think I think he did. And there's and there's more hints of that in this allegedly set up than the there were in himself. the film. The film kind of dealt with that a bit. But rejected that, I think, as a theory. But then you also get to see, so, you know, the, 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 the character, the real-life guy of John Paul Getty Sr., played by Donald Sutherland in this, is now the third really famous, legendary old actor playing mm. this character, mm. after Kevin Spacey, who we only saw in the trailer and was then replaced by Christopher Plummer. And I think he's amazing, Donald Sutherland. I love yeah. him. I absolutely but love I him. But I think he's amazing in this. Yeah, he yeah. is amazing in this. And the other thing is, Harris Dickinson... He's great, I just want him to keep his clothes on. You slagged off his butt. But do you want Harris Dickinson to take his clothes off? Harris Dickinson... No, I thought he was too skinny. Well, he so he was in Breach Rats, which I think I mentioned on this on the mm, old version of this podcast, which is a brilliant um, American indie film. He's fantastic in that. He's also great in this, but he is incredibly lean, kind of skinny, mm. and lean, and he's like that's proper commitment yeah. to playing this role. And you, and you see him kind of swimming in the pool, and all the ladies, all these old ladies, yeah. are kind of looking at him, and he's kind of object objectified by them. Mm. And the other thing I wanted to say about it is it's directed by Danny Boyle, of course. Yeah. Who, yeah, Danny Boyle co- Didn't know that. Exec- produced the whole series yeah. with his normal team. And he directed this opener. And I think he directed other episodes I of it I think as well. you can tell. From yeah, there's a dance very scene. Flash. Yeah, I think so you can tell. This mm. episode is more cinematic and yeah. flashy, weirdly, than Ridley Scott's film, which yeah. is a perfectly decent film. But this is really flashy. There's an, and... extended, there's an extended scene when the grandson goes back to Rome. Yeah. An extended dance yeah, scene, yeah, yeah. which is literally signature Danny Boyle totally. I thought it's unbelievable and, and this moment where Danny, Danny Boyle's just left the James Bond project mm, yeah. and now I'm thinking well you know what? even more now because he's so I think he is brilliant Danny Boyle but completely like pulls all the stops out everything he does yeah. and this is very much of that ilk so I thought it was I really enjoyed this episode I, I enjoyed it's an it. hour just, long Danny Boyle film yeah. about this fascinating story I think story. it's going to get better for me 
Yeah. It's a bit of more oh, like October. 10 hours. Amazing. A story played out over 10 hours. Isn't it funny that this is out and then also Succession, which is similar of like yeah. the family vying for the, the oh, grandfather, yeah. the father's money and stuff like that. I thought, it was, yeah, I thought it was really good. I liked it. Sexy, debauched. I thought Donald Sutherland was excellent as the cruel grandfather. You and liked the sexy scenes with Donald Sutherland. Listen, I didn't hate him like bastard. you did. Anyway, I thought it was all the more exciting for being based on real events as well. Because you Absolutely. know that, yeah. Completely, yeah. But, uh, but did you, have you seen All the Money in the World? The no. Film? Oh, okay, fine. Fine. I think if you've seen the film, it's so weird to think that you're now going to watch that story played out over 10 hours. And I can see it's fine because it's going to be already in the festival, like they're, they're showing you much more his lifestyle, including the nudity. Yeah, they'll yeah. give it more room the, to breathe because the, they'll have more time. Yeah. Yeah. But good on Sutherland for, for, for doing all this absolutely. stuff. I mean, I mean, absolutely. I mean, how many more people are going to ask him to take his clothes off? I don't know. Oh, he's so out of order. So ageist. Yeah. Body fascist. Oh, it's just, well, I like, don't think of all he people you'd be like a body fascist. three times. And it's not so much the nakedness, it's just like the. Bending a it's lady over the how, bed. It's just. But it's showing how he doesn't give a flying uh, shit. Yeah, he's very alone. Yeah, Listen, yeah, if you are elderly and you want to have daytime sex because you'll be to bed <laughs> early, that's fine. I just don't want it on a TV screen all the time. Trust. Okay. Starts next Wednesday on BBC Two. I did not think we were going to get hung up on Donald Sutherland's Sorry. nudity. But there we are. You are I'm who you are. It, I'm going to give it four stars. Are you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me too. Four. It's four from me as well. Okay. Originally, it was going to be shown on Sky, by the way. Oh. Yeah. We're, that's another weird thing about it. Yeah. That so Sky originally, you know, announced that they were going to show it like months ago. It was a month ago on, on the American television. And then for some reason, they decided shouldn't BBC made, came in. Yeah. Shouldn't have made that announcement, should they? Check anyway, their facts. Anyway, it starts on BBC 2 next Wednesday, nine o'clock. Get ready. And finally, we're doing a little mini spoiler special. Oh, okay. Very quickly. Yeah. Sharp Objects <gasps> finished. Okay. Last week. Long-time listeners will, will remember that Boy and I have a long-running quarrel about sharp objects. He thinks the whole thing is riveting, and I said riveting was not the correct word. But what I would say for this last episode, that well, actually probably last two episodes, it was ruddy-bloody riveting. Yeah. <laughs> so you've done a reverse ferret? I've reversed ferret, a reverse beeper, on the last two episodes. And what I would say is... I think people are going to watch the first three and be like, oh, this is such a slow thing. Yeah, but see, you, that's at the stage I'm but at. But you know what? Stick with it because it does get amazing. It really, really does. It's, it's deliberate. I've said many times, all right, it's deliberately paced. It tells the story in a very specific... It's, 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 a, it's a murder mystery in which the important thing is the psychology, psychological situation in this family, this crazy mother, this troubled daughter, the reporter who's coming back. Patty Clark plays the mother and she is sensational. Patty, Patricia, Patricia Clarkson, pa- as she's known. Well, you know. Yeah. Uh, Patty Clark to you. Like, Patty she's your mate. Patty Clark to me. She something. is. Patty C. Yeah. I've been a long time she's fan. She's incredible, yeah, as this re- unbelievably manipulative, horrendous mm. mother. And um, it, I, I, I absolutely loved everything about it, but I particularly loved the finale. And I particularly loved... Yeah. So what you have to do is, this is the, this is the slight spoiler, but I'm mm. not even going to say who the killer is, actually. Cause but this is a spoiler, so I know, but I'm spoiling this thing about it. Why I, want to, why I wanted to make it do a little spoiler yeah. discussion of it is... It's, I thought, how they revealed who did it. So there's two crimes going on. Yep. There's what the mother get, has been getting up to for years and years and years. Which we can say what daughters. it is. Yeah, so which been, I actually think that was on. quite clear. So yeah. she's got, what she's got is Munchausen syndrome, syndrome by proxy, which is not, uh, Munchausen syndrome is when you're hurting yourself and continually going to the doctor and blah, blah, blah. But Munchausen syndrome by proxy is when you're doing it to a family member, or specifically most yeah. people's children do it. And that's what she's been doing, slowly poisoning her children for years. Obviously she killed one of them and she's trying to kill the other two because she's that, crazy. And that has been intercut all the way through yeah. the series brilliantly um, and that you kind of it's been alluding to it as a kind of and you haven't been quite been able to like grab it as yeah. a definite yeah. thing that's happening and because so much of it has been playing out in the mind of the main character of her daughter yeah. the eldest daughter and that's that's resolved brilliantly and, and kind of very satisfyingly dramatically because Crazy Patricia Clarkson is finally they, they yeah. arrest her. Then the other, the bigger, if you like, the overarching mystery that's being investigated of the of these Two young girls. women yeah. who who were killed by seemingly a serial killer. That resolution only happens in the middle of the credits. In the credits. In the last the line. The closing credits. In yes. the credits. You think it's so, finished and the credits. Yeah. Shut the Give front door. door. It's really clever. No, I shut never, it hard. I, I, am what? I right in saying I don't think that's ever been done before? I don't think it's ever been done because before. Because what I have seen in certain credits Ooh, is they do certain flashbacks of things that have already been revealed to you. Yeah. But it is... It's, it leaves you so shocked. You're yeah. like, oh, what? So, so Amy Adams, Amy Adams in the final... Literally the final seconds of, of it before the credits roll, there's, the re- there's a revelation. Is. So there's one line, I'm not going to tell you, yeah. it, so there's one line yeah. 
which reveals the final twist. Because what you think's happened is that actually Patricia Clarkson did the killings as well. Yeah. Of, of That's the, what of you're left. That's you think she's full on whack. Yeah. yeah. Then there's the final twist, which is the very last line of the episode proper, yeah. which Amy Adams, honestly, she deserves an Emmy oh my just God. for the reaction. The reaction, shot, the reaction shot, shot of her face yeah, thank you. is legendary. Oh my God. Brilliant. It's unbelievable. And how she finds out is brilliantly done. Yeah. Everything about it is amazing. Then it is in, and then you're thinking, what? What did that? Ha- what does that mean? How does that happen? What's it all happening? And they show you, and I don't. I think I've watched it about there's ten times two, now. There's two flashback scenes they show yeah, you. So they flash very back very quickly, middle of the credits, to show you in very quick <gasps> succession what happened. Cut a montage of what happened and, it's, and, and it's how like it was frenetic. done it's, it's just, frenetic and yeah. you have to rewatch it millions of times to work it out and I've read stupid reviews where they're going it's not really clear no obviously they're going that's, that's the point yeah. you can rewind and watch it how many yeah. times you like and you'll finally try yeah, and kind yeah, yeah, of work yeah. it out and there's one more bit right before the final credit and it's so and it's I will liken it to in the LA you know I was going on about the LA yeah. in the moment 52 minutes in yeah, yeah, yeah. where the credits roll and the shivers go down your spine because it was so incredible and it kind of was like challenging the form of television drama this does that in I its agree. way in crime <sighs> You've drama you made me want to watch yeah. it it's so it's good Kay it's okay really, I'm going to get I'm going to do it Try, right. uh, it's it's still I think it's all on pretty much on Sky oh, box it's, it's a five stars you've got to watch it Sharp Politics my favourite drama of the year oh, so far okay. I think we've concluded our first ever episode thanks well for sticking us. with us guys Basic if you have Avengers. Anna will be back next week it's a goodbye from me it's a goodbye, goodbye from, from me <gasps> me and Kay together it's our new thing it's a goodbye from us oh, bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.